Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. For in him, Jesus, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Colossians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. My friend, we need to remind ourselves of this, that Jesus possessed all of the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and now he possesses us. Think about that for a moment. All that God is, was within him, and now he is within us. All power, authority, dominion, and might, all love, grace, mercy, healing, and hope, All forgiveness, strength, revelation, and relationship with the Father. Everything that was in Christ Jesus now dwells in us who have received by faith his Holy Spirit. In Romans chapter 8 verse 17 we read, And if we be children of God, then we are heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together with him. Do you understand what he is saying? That we are joint heirs with Christ Jesus. That means everything that he has inherited, we inherit. That we have through him, Christ Jesus, become the head and no longer the tail, the first, and not the last, overcomers, and not slaves, king, and priest, in the kingdom that is above all kingdoms, a joint heir with Christ of all that he has inherited of his father's house. Every resource, power, and authority, how amazing, how powerful, how encouraging is that? My friend, do we really understand that? Do we really believe that? That he who God has given all power, authority, and dominion over every principality dwells within us and desires to manifest his glory through us. My friends, so many are waiting for a new Pentecost. It won't happen because it's already been given. We already have access to the infilling of his Holy Spirit. What's missing is an outpouring of what has been given to those around us. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 19 says this, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, Lord, who believe? According to the workings of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him on his own right hand in heavenly places, for above all principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in the one that is to come and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Do you believe it? 
then get in your prayer closet. Get filled up with what has already been given until you overflow with it and come out pouring out on everyone around you. The outpouring that others are praying for can come through you from the one who lives inside of you if you will make yourself the vessel of his using the house of God, the cup overflowing, the temple of the one in whom the fullness of all the Godhead bodily dwells. Let his words come out of your mouth and powers and principalities will bow down to it. Let his virtue flow from your hands and miracles, signs and wonders will follow after it. Let his love manifest in your actions and his fruits will be multiplied and spread to all the nations. Let him fill you up. Access has been given. Then let him flow out of the temple that he spared no expense in building. The river of God poured out to the world through temples of flesh, common boys and girls who have spent time with the king shut in in their prayer closet that the door in them might be opened for the king of glory to step through and change everything for everyone around you. Psalms chapter 23 verse 6 says, this is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Selah. Grab hold of it, my friend, that we are those ancient gates. We are those ancient doors that the king of glory steps through to affect those around you. Jesus said to his followers in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, that all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I commanded you, and lo, I am with you always even unto the ends of the earth amen the holy spirit was given for one purpose to make us a witness of the teaching and message and testimony of jesus he said tell them everything and i will be with you he said the holy spirit was given to point all men to him if we will be willing to speak and believe you see because i have a message for the intercessors today my friend, we still have a great commission. There is still a mighty work to be done for the kingdom and we've got to quit waiting for somebody else to do it. You've got to start praying until he feels and sends you. When things started to change and the enemy started manifesting on a national and even global scale earlier this year, I saw in the spirit the intercessors throw down their staff. What exactly do I mean by that? You see, God told Moses to hold out his staff a rod, which biblically always represents authority. And when Moses held out this staff, God caused it to turn into a snake. At that moment, when Moses saw what was in his hand, he got scared and threw it down. 
He had held this authority all along, but when God showed him how real it was, it scared him. And I believe many intercessors right now in this season have done the same thing. They prayed for change. They prayed for previously concealed truths to be revealed. They prayed for the enemy to be exposed. They prayed for desperation. They prayed for the deliverance of a nation, just like Moses did. But when it started manifesting, just like Moses, they also got scared of what was happening. And they threw their authority down. They stopped assembling. They stopped worshiping. They stopped praying. God told Moses that day, pick up your staff. And today I say it through the unction of the Holy Ghost to the praying men and women of the church of Jesus Christ, pick up your staff. You see, I have been involved in deliverance ministry all of my life. And there is a common thread to the workings of Satan when doing deliverance on a person. The evil spirits in operation will always try to hide first so that they can continue to work through manipulation. But once they are found out and called out, they will stop hiding and start fighting, moving from the tactic of manipulation to intimidation. For those who have never witnessed this, it can be terrifying. But for the experienced, it is encouraging. It's a sign of weakness. That the devils know that their time is short and that the battle will be over soon for it belongs to the Lord. When you see this, if you don't quit praying, professing, and using the rod of authority that you have been given, the person will eventually get their deliverance. However, if you get intimidated and quit, the latter end will be worse with them than the beginning. My friend, I give you this revelation that what you are currently seeing is the deliverance of a nation. The contradicting coronavirus mayhem that we experienced was controlled through manipulation. Yet when that failed and began to be called out, it then moved to intimidation through riots, hatred, and murder. But I tell you this, don't be frightened or discouraged by it because you are in the middle of the deliverance of a nation. Because if you see it for what it is, you won't run from it. You will finish what was started in the prayer closet. You are in the middle of the deliverance of a nation. And I assure you of this one thing, my friend, that if you stop praying now, that the latter end will be worse than the beginning. Intercessors, finish what you started. Pick up your staff of authority and run the wolves out of your territory. Do you believe the word of God or not? Because my Bible tells me that the powers of hell have already been defeated. The work of my Christ at Calvary has already been completed. Every power and principality has been placed under the feet of the one who lives inside of you and me. Start believing it and walk in the victory of it. Don't be shaken. Get back to praying, prophesying, and proclaiming and finish the deliverance of this nation because it's not too late for revival. In fact, this is how it starts. Colossians chapter 2 verse 8 says, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. 
for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all power and principality. And in Luke chapter 10, verse 18, we have the words of our King, of Jesus himself saying, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning, and behold, now I give you the power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy. Keep pushing back. Keep claiming your territory. Keep praying without ceasing. God, we repent of putting our rod of authority down, of getting distracted with the here and the now. Lord, you have all power and authority. You have been given dominion over every principality and you live on the inside of me so we have the ability to speak forth in the physical and see battles won in the spiritual that will then change the world around me i believe in the overcoming power of the blood of jesus i believe in the teachings of my king and i believe in the one who lives inside of me, that I can say this is my territory. This is the land of my inheritance and no spirit of murder, antichrist, or division has any place in it. I'm taking dominion because that is the commission that we were given from the beginning to subdue the land, to take dominion. And then when Jesus came, he gave us a new commission. He gave us the spiritual one. He said, be fruitful and multiply. In other words, go out, subdue the land and take dominion. The first commission in the Garden of Eden, we were given a physical dominion. The second commission, because of the Garden of Gethsemane, we were given spiritual dominion. So today we take it both by right in the mighty name of Jesus. You prideful arrogant, lying, leviathan, antichrist, divisive spirit, depart from us. And Jesus, replace it with the peace, presence, and prosperity of your Holy Spirit. Let every power and principality bend its knee to the name that is above every other name, King Jesus who is the fullness of the Godhead bodily and resides on the inside of me by the power of the adoption of the blood of Jesus. I take authority over my territory and I cry for an invasion of heaven. Let it be the habitation of saints and angels. Let every vain imagination that exalts itself against the glory of God be cast down and cast out of it in the name of Jesus because the land was not just given into our hands for us to live in it but to possess it it's time that Christians take this commission serious this message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries to learn more about our ministries please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com